They really are trying to destroy Donald Trump. A popular narrative, I'm being told, is that we are all falling for a Br'er Rabbit con job. Let me explain why I doubt that. By Brian Cates. Looking back now over the past eight years since a certain someone took that trip down the golden escalator, I hope everybody is coming to understand fully just how much of a disaster this was for all their plans. Hillary Clinton was positioned to finish this country off, and then a miracle happened. Obama was supposed to make the handoff to Hillary Clinton. It was Hillary who was supposed to finish the full construction and implementation of the stealth censorship state. It was going to be awesome. She'd finish the full implementation, and then we'd have really been up shit creek without a paddle, because once she got in there, she was almost guaranteed a second term. We'd right now have been reduced to silent serfs, watching her groom her own hand-picked successor, probably someone like Gavin Newsom or Gretchen Whitmer. But by some arcane act of wondrous and sorcerous warlockery that is still not fully understood, despite decades of rigging our elections for their hand-picked winners, the wrong person was declared the victor in the 2016 election. Donald J. Trump. They'd slowly but surely lured hundreds of millions of Americans onto their military intelligence complex, MIC, controlled spy tools cleverly disguised as social media apps using our own smartphones to catalog us, track us, surveil us, and spy on us, and in the end, the goal was to exercise total control over our minds and our speech. Everything was prepared. All was ready. From 2008 onwards, they'd lovingly and painstakingly, at great expense, constructed the apparatus for their long-cherished dream, the censorship state. I'm sure they lay awake at night, whacking off to the fantasy of the total control they would at last have in their grasp, the power to completely dominate and determine what the American public could see, hear, and most important of all, say. Say to each other, and say to their elite rulers. Like a frog boiled in water that never moved because the temperature was only very incrementally raised, they slowly and carefully were moving the American people into a digital internet culture that was incrementally morphing into a dystopic informational wasteland right out of Orwell's 1984. And then that asshole Donald J. Trump just had to go and ruin it all for them. Gee, thanks, Donald. You forced them to go early and to not only go early, but to go far too fast. You forced them to make it obvious what they were doing, trying to control exactly what Americans were allowed to know and say on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Google Apps, Facebook, etc. You forced them 
to frantically leap out of the tall grass and into the open to shut it all down and control the national dialogue after they were forced to take the velvet glove off of their iron fist. You really made it hard on them. Do you realize how much harder a time of it Biden and the censorship state is having because of this stupid great awakening thing that's going on? How unfair it is that in the Missouri v. Biden case and the House Weaponization Committee is pulling the curtain back and showing people the inner workings of the censorship state. None of this was ever supposed to be happening, and it wouldn't be happening if it weren't for the movement that adopted Donald Trump. I'm sure many of the would-be totalitarians in our unelected and illegal shadow government still cannot quite believe this happened, that they've been outed like this, that they've been maneuvered into weaker and weaker positions where they've been forced to expose themselves as they have to come out onto the stage in front of the audience as they frantically try to pull the curtain back over their speech control apparatus. They can't have him come back. They just can't. The censorship state which was supposed to guarantee their hold on perpetual power in this country is currently in danger of full exposure and of being irrevocably destroyed. This cannot happen. This must not happen. Understand now their full and furious determination to utterly and completely destroy Donald Trump and the movement that adopted him as their face. It's not just a vindictive type of revenge. For them, this is an existential crisis. He terrifies them in a way no one else ever has. And maybe never will. A popular narrative rises in which we are all being fooled by fake polls and fake attempts to destroy Trump to lure us into making a fatal mistake. Probably the most convincing proponent of this theory has been radio host Steve Dace. You may remember him as the guy who tried to talk the RNC into taking the GOP nomination away from Donald Trump after he'd won it fair and square back in 2016. That particular stunt failed. But now he's back with an argument he wants all Trump fans everywhere to consider following this stupid Colorado State Supreme Court ruling that didn't really take Trump off the county ballots in that state yet. Before you proceed further, you should click this link right here and go read Steve's thread and let him make his full case to you about why we must consider abandoning Trump as our candidate in the general election next year. Steve Dace on Twitter, quote, With a night to sleep on it and reflect, thought I'd share some thoughts on the Colorado Supreme Court being the first to do the kinds of things I've been predicting for most of this year that we were going to see. Let's try and look at this from several different angles. The rest of the thread is linked in the article. Steve has been vacillating between two different, very extreme positions for the past several months since I became aware of him again. The first position is that we are being tricked by our mortal enemies who are suckering us with a masterfully executed Br'er Rabbit strategy in which they are fooling us into thinking Trump has massive leads in their faked polls and they are terrified 
we are going to make him our GOP presidential nominee when, in fact, they want to run Biden or whoever against Trump next year because they know they can beat Trump in the general election. This also means the rather large amount, seemingly desperate, over-the-top lawfare being enacted against Trump and his family is also fake to convince us to walk into their clever trap. Dace spent months teaching his acolytes this narrative. I was forced to pay attention to it for reasons I won't go into. Then, immediately upon the Colorado State Supreme Court making its absurdly unconstitutional, stayed ruling about removing Trump from all the GOP primary ballots in that state, Dace and his favorite candidate, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, suddenly shifted their gears so quickly that they almost locked up as they began enthusiastically putting forth a much different narrative to explain why it's time to move on from Donald Trump. The second, newer position goes like this. After trying to seriously damage Trump for more than eight years, the deep state is stepping up its over-the-top fascistic efforts to destroy this man, and if we make the fatal mistake of handing the GOP nomination to him during this coming primary season, they're going to be successful in mortally wounding him for the general election by the time it occurs, and it will actually be impossible for Trump to win the election due to the lawfare when he gets convicted in a kangaroo court show trial. I took immediate issue with this new narrative switch by Dace and the DeSantis supporters, I then made the following post on X to examine and critique and push back against this new narrative. Quote, Dace did this long thread because DeSantis came out and was pumped yesterday about the Colorado court ruling that will never take effect. This is what they've been waiting for. Manna from heaven. What I said in this meme three days ago, the meme that appears just above, DeSantis is now explicitly saying in his pitch to the voters, they are going to do whatever it takes to stop Trump. Now, it's unfortunate that they'll step up their fascism to greater and greater heights to damage Trump beyond repair for the general election. Nothing can stop this over-the-top brutal lawfare, so we would be smart during the primaries and not put all our eggs in the Trump basket. Okay, Steve. At least you're off the talking point. All the polls are being faked to trick the Trump base. Here's my counter-argument to your long thread. They've been trying since 2015 to destroy this man and his family. Explain how it could possibly be at this late date that Trump is not destroyed yet. Were all their efforts to destroy him fake or only the recent ones? Why are the fascists being forced to implement this growing, over-the-top, and blatantly unconstitutional lawfare? Does not every single attempt to drive voters away from Trump backfire on these idiots? Did his support not grow after each and every new indictment and indignity he and his family have inflicted upon them? Could there be a bigger sign their power has been utterly and completely broken than that Trump is coming for them? with a ferocious smile on his face. Do you want us, at this point, to be afraid, very afraid, of what they might do to Trump over the next year, afraid enough that they'll finally find that silver bullet and put him down at last? 
Why have they not rid themselves of this bothersome fellow yet? Featured Julian Assange. Is it that they aren't really trying? Or that they just haven't tried hard enough? You should definitely go back to claiming they want Biden to run against Trump in a rematch because they will beat Trump again and they wouldn't even have to steal it like last time. That their panic over not being able to stop Trump or destroy him isn't real. That they haven't been really trying all that hard. That polls are all being faked by over 30 points. Quit vacillating and pick one. One, the increasing lawfare is real, and they're resorting to it because they really are trying and nothing is working, so they're panicking and making increasingly dumber and more desperate moves as everything backfires on them. Or two, it's all an elaborate con job, and they're pulling a Br'er Rabbit act on us, and we're all falling for it. Which is it? The public has watched what they did to Trump since 2015, and they watched what he did to them in the White House. They seem to want to watch him do it to them again, much, much harder the second time around. And here I got into the real reason I have come to believe that Dace and all the other members of Conservative Inc. are terrified of a Trump return. Trump utterly exposed Con Inc. The neocons making bank and carousing in our midst He upset their tables and drove them out. How the Bushes and the Bill Crystals and the Ben Shapiros and the Jonah Goldbergs and the Mona Charons and all the rest of those con ink fakers had to drop their fake masks and fight him hard because he showed us all who really fights the system and who's been faking it for decades while going to the same D.C. cocktail parties and laughing at all of us behind our backs while they all cashed in. I think I have a pretty good grasp of why people still in Con Inc. who insist on pretending the R versus D fake uniparty puppet show they endorse and are a key part of do not want Trump back. Things have gone back to normal for the past three years for Con Inc. They like it this way. The fake R versus D slap fighting is making those cash registers go ka-ching. And they hate the idea of Trump getting back in there and exposing it all and making it look fucking ridiculous yet again and harder this time that the whole thing in D.C. is rigged and fake and run by all the same billionaires behind the scenes who've bought or blackmailed most of the politicians on both fake sides. So my counter-narrative to the Steve Daces of the world out there fear-mongering that at last they've about to find that silver bullet and put the Trump wolf down for good. If they could stop Trump, they already would have. Change my mind. Brief addendum. Forgot something I was going to add. This narrative that we're all being tricked into Thinking Trump has massive popular support when actually he does not has a time limit, a shelf life, if you will. The GOP primary season kicks off in Iowa on January 15th, little more than three weeks away. Over the course of less than a month, another nine states will hold their own GOP primaries and caucuses on March 5th. 14 states 
will hold their voting for the GOP presidential nominee, who they want it to be. That means, on the day of March 6th, about half of the nation's GOP primaries and caucuses will have been held, and the votes tallied, 24 of them to be exact. So on that day, March 6th, my birthday, as it so happens, we'll know which narrative is correct insofar as it goes as to whether Donald Trump really has this massive amount of popular support or not in the GOP base, or whether that support is but a clever mirage that fades away in the light of day.